Hi, welcome back to the Caring for the Caregiver podcast. Um, Today we are going to talk about when other people disappear. And I know that title seems a little bit weird, but it is really um, me talking about what happens when other people disappear. And by other people, I mean like your family and friends and whoever else is... um, is a part of your life. Um, in the beginning, um, it's normal for family and friends um, to be there to support you. That's what people who love and care about you do, right? Um, they're there for you in times of crisis and in times of need and in times of tragedy. They're your support system. However, after the acute stage, um, you know, you loved of your loved one being sick or disabled, um, and you're at home taking care of your loved one, trying to figure things out, changing things around in your life. Um, while you're doing that, people tend to slowly stop calling as often or visiting like they used to. And let me just say that I get it. I get that other people have their own lives to live. Um, life does go on and it's not affecting those people directly. Um, They have their own personal things going on in their own lives. It's not that your family and friends are purposefully trying not to be there or support you, but um, at times it can come across that way. And that's when, you know, you give them grace or we give them grace and be thankful for the times that they were there for you, um, in the past and they will still be there in the future but you know it's just that they kind of go on to doing their own things but um so what you do when you feel alone um in your role or journey as a caregiver um there's a couple of things you can do when you start to feel lonely and you realize that you know hey people aren't around um as much as they used to be Well, I mean, you can find something to be grateful for or thankful for in your life. Like, um, you know, you can say to yourself, I'm thankful that I am healthy and able to care for and support my loved one. I'm thankful um, that I can be there for them during this time. And then you can seek out any resources that you may have that can provide respite care. And um, when I was in my caregiver role, I was not aware of respite care until like um, maybe 10 years into it. But respite care is planned or emergency temporary care that's provided to the caregivers who are caring for um, a child or an adult or an adult parent. So respite care is out there. Um, I forgot. I, I forgot how I exactly found out about respite care, but I think it was through my my mother's um, doctor that they saw that I was being burnt out and the um, nurse suggested respite care. So if, if you're um, needing a break, maybe you can ask your doctor about um, some information to provide respite care for you. Um, and obviously there's some paperwork that has to be filled out. Um, but you know, I think it's worth it just for you 
to have the time to do something that you want to do. Um, go out of the house, go to the beach, go to the library, go get a cup of coffee um, at a coffee spot, go out to eat lunch, um, link up with you know a few friends and, and just get out and have fun. But while you're doing that, at least if you have respite care services, then you know that your loved one is um, being taken care of, of some, by someone at home. And even if you don't want to do respite care, if you have another family member who can at least sit in um, maybe three hours, because you need more than one hour, like at least three hours where you can just breathe. So those are um, a couple of ideas that I thought about um, that could help. Um, when you start feeling lonely and you realize that, you know, um, it's just you and sometimes you can feel like it's just you, but it's really not that you do have support. You have, um, other family members around, but maybe you need to get them to engage more. You know, if there's someone else involved, maybe you need to, um, sit down and have a conversation and come up with a plan so that everyone um, can feel supported and can have breaks. I'm just going to keep it brief today, but I just wanted to um, come in and talk about when people disappear because I know that I had a hard time with that, with people disappearing. I was upset at other people. I was angry. I was like, how could these people just disappear? But at the at the end of it all, I had to realize other people had their own lives to live and it wasn't directly affecting them and it wasn't anything that they meant to do. It is just natural that they would do their own things while I was dealing with, um, while I was taking care of my mom and, and trying to figure things out. So just keep going. Don't give up. And, um, just know that you're not the only one going through this. There are other people going through it too. And that is why I started this podcast. Hi, welcome back to the Caring for the Caregiver podcast. Um, Today, we are going to talk about when other people disappear. And I know that title seems a little bit weird, but it is really... um, me talking about what happens when other people disappear. And by other people, I mean like your family and friends and whoever else is um, is a part of your life. Um, in the beginning, um, it's normal for family and friends um, to be there to support you. That's what people who love and care about you do, right? Um, They're there for you in times of crisis and in times of need and in times of tragedy. They're your support system. However, after the acute stage, um, you know, you loved uh, your loved one being sick or disabled um, and you're at home taking care of your loved one, trying to figure things out, changing things around in your life. Um, While you're doing that, people tend to slowly stop calling as often or visiting like they used to. And let me just say that I get it. I get that other people have their own lives to live. Um, life does go on and it's not affecting those people directly. Um, they have their own personal things going on in their own lives. It's not that your family and friends are purposefully 
trying not to be there or support you. But um, at times it can come across that way. And that's when, you know, you give them grace or we give them grace and be thankful for the times that they were there for you um, in the past. And they will still be there in the future, but, you know, it's just that they kind of go on to doing their own things. But um, so what you do when you feel alone um, in your role or journey as a caregiver, um, there's a couple of things you can do. When you start to feel lonely and you realize that, you know, hey, people aren't around um, as much as they used to be. Well, I mean, you can find something to be grateful for or thankful for in your life. Like, um, you know, you can say to yourself, I'm thankful that I am healthy and able to care for and support my loved one. I'm thankful um, that I can be there for them during this time. And then you can seek out any resources that you may have that can provide respite care. And um, when I was in my caregiver role, I was not aware of respite care until like um, maybe 10 years into it. But respite care is planned or emergency temporary care that's provided to the caregivers who are caring for um, a child or an adult or an adult parent. So respite care is out there. Um, I forgot. I, I forgot how I exactly found out about respite care, but I think it was through my my mother's um, doctor that they saw that I was being burnt out and the um, nurse suggested respite care. So if, if you're um, needing a break, maybe you can ask your doctor about um, some information to provide respite care for you. Um, and obviously there's some paperwork that has to be filled out. Um, but you know, I think it's worth it just for you to have the time to do something that you want to do. Um, go out of the house, go to the beach, go to the library, go get a cup of coffee, um, at a coffee spot, go out to eat lunch, um, link up with, you know, a few friends and, and just get out and have fun. But while you're doing that, at least if you have respite care services, then you know that your loved one is, um, being taken care of of, by someone at home. And even if you don't want to do respite care, if you have another family member who can at least sit in um, maybe three hours, because you need more than one hour, like at least three hours where you can just breathe. So those are um, a couple of ideas that I thought about um, that could help um, when you start feeling lonely and you realize that, you know, um, it's just you. And sometimes you can feel like it's just you, but it's really not that you do have support. You have um, other family members around, but maybe you need to get them to engage more. You know, if there's someone else involved, maybe you need to um, sit down and have a conversation and come up with a plan so that everyone um, can feel supported and can have breaks. I'm just going to keep it brief today, but I just wanted to um, come in and talk about when people disappear because I know that I had a hard time with that, with people disappearing. I was upset at other people. I was angry. I was like, how could these people just disappear? But at the at the end of it all, I had to realize 
other people had their own lives to live and it wasn't directly affecting them and it wasn't anything that they meant to do. It is just natural that they would do their own things while I was dealing with, um, while I was taking care of my mom and, and trying to figure things out. So just keep going. Don't give up. And, um, just know that you're not the only one going through this. There are other people going through it too. And that is why I started this podcast. Hi, welcome back to the Caring for the Caregiver podcast. Um, Today we are going to talk about when other people disappear. And I know that title seems a little bit weird, but it is really um, me talking about what happens when other people disappear. And by other people, I mean like your family and friends and whoever else is... um, is a part of your life. Um, in the beginning, um, it's normal for family and friends um, to be there to support you. That's what people who love and care about you do, right? Um, they're there for you in times of crisis and in times of need and in times of tragedy. They're your support system. However, after the acute stage, um, you know, you loved of your loved one being sick or disabled, um, and you're at home taking care of your loved one, trying to figure things out, changing things around in your life. Um, while you're doing that, people tend to slowly stop calling as often or visiting like they used to. And let me just say that I get it. I get that other people have their own lives to live. Um, life does go on and it's not affecting those people directly. Um, They have their own personal things going on in their own lives. It's not that your family and friends are purposefully trying not to be there or support you, but um, at times it can come across that way. And that's when, you know, you give them grace or we give them grace and be thankful for the times that they were there for you, um, in the past and they will still be there in the future, but you know, it's just that they kind of go on to doing their own things. But, um, so what you do when you feel alone, um, in your role or journey as a caregiver, um, there's a couple of things you can do when you start to feel lonely and you realize that, you know, Hey, people aren't around, um, as much as they used to be. Well, I mean, you can find something to be grateful for or thankful for in your life. Like, um, you know, you can say to yourself, I'm thankful that I am healthy and able to care for and support my loved one. I'm thankful um, that I can be there for them during this time. And then you can seek out any resources that you may have that can provide respite care. And um, when I was in my caregiver role, I was not aware of respite care until like um, maybe 10 years into it. But respite care is planned or emergency temporary care that's provided to the caregivers who are caring for um, a child or an adult or an adult parent. So respite care is out there. Um, I, for, I I forgot how I exactly 
found out about respite care, but I think it was through my my mother's um, doctor that they saw that I was being burnt out and the um, nurse suggested respite care. So if if you're um, needing a break, maybe you can ask your doctor about um, some information to provide respite care for you. Um, And obviously there's some paperwork that has to be filled out. Um, But, you know, I think it's worth it just for you to have the time to do something that you want to do. Go out of the house, go to the beach, go to the library, go get a cup of coffee um, at a coffee spot, go out to eat lunch, um, link up with, you know, a few friends and, and just get out and have fun. But while you're doing that, at least if you have respite care services, then you know that your loved one is um, being taken care of, of some, by someone at home. And even if you don't want to do respite care, if you have another family member who can at least sit in um, maybe three hours, because you need more than one hour, like at least three hours where you can just breathe. So those are um, a couple of ideas that I thought about um, that could help. Um, when you start feeling lonely and you realize that, you know, um, it's just you. And sometimes you can feel like it's just you, but it's really not that. You do have support. You have um, other family members around, but maybe you need to get them to engage more. You know, if there's someone else involved, maybe you need to um, sit down and have a conversation and come up with a plan so that everyone Um, can feel supported, and can have breaks. I'm just going to keep it brief today, but I just wanted to um, come in and talk about when people disappear, because I know that I had a hard time with that, with people disappearing. I was upset at other people. I was angry. I was like, how could these people just disappear? But at at the end of it all, I had to realize other people had their own lives to live and it wasn't directly affecting them and it wasn't anything that they meant to do. It is just natural that they would do their own things while I was dealing with, um, while I was taking care of my mom and, and trying to figure things out. So just keep going. Don't give up. And, um, just know that you're not the only one going through this. There are other people going through it too. And that is why I started this podcast.